Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Fleegs, you know, I knew we all had a bad week one. I didn't realize how bad it was until Mr. Maestro sent me over the standings where you are the leader right now at one, three, and one. I mean, is that pathetic or what? We're trying to replicate the National League wildcard race. I mean, that's basically what it is. Like, I was as bad as can be at 0-4 and 1, and yet, Fleegs, I'm a game out of first place. It's right there for the taking. And listen, one week, anybody can have one week in a season. Hopefully, this is a good season, and we just got the bad one out of the way early. Um, Let me ask you this before we get to uh, all the glitz and glamour, as they say. Do you have a better handle, you think, on these games today than you did a week ago at this time? I would say there are more games I feel decent about this week, but there were last week a couple of games I felt much more confident about. There were just only two or three of them. One of them hit, the other ones did not go so well. But there are, again, more games, but I'm not as confident in those games this week. See, I'm the opposite. I'm, like, weirdly confident, which is a scary, scary thing. I, like, didn't second-guess any of these picks. I basically have had them jotted down from, like, Tuesday night on. See, that's when I start, like, formulating in my head what I'm going to do with the NFL. Like, Monday night, no, I got to let it marinate. Tuesday night, I start thinking about it. And then by Wednesday, that's when it's guns and blazing, ready to go time. And with this super contest that I'm in now, Fleeks, I got to get the picks in on Thursday anyway. So if I got to get the picks in on Thursday uh, before I go to bed or whatnot, you know, after doing the overnight Wednesday and Thursday, you better be ready to go with these games, you know? I do know. I usually look earlier in the week, you know, maybe Monday, uh, but th- I've been so caught up with the Islanders run and just kind of trying to pay as much attention to them as I can and lay off the football that I didn't look at any of these lines until like Wednesday afternoon this week or Wednesday night before the show last night. So maybe that'll help me this week. And if it works, I'm going to stop looking at any lines until Wednesday. Hey, as the old sayings go, keep it simple, stupid. Really as simple as that. Keep it simple, stupid. That's what we're going to try to do. I'm feeling good about these picks. I'm feeling good about this week. There's no way to go but up. Positive J is in the house. And without further ado, the week two edition of the world-famous JJ After Dark unlocks of the week. And here we go. I want winners. I want people that want to win. There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. Win. Win. What are we waiting for? Take this! Let's get it, and these standings are quite ugly. For Fleegs, 1-3-1 last week. For the Maestro, who was as good as it gets last year. 
Not a good encore so far. One and four for the maestro, and yours truly still looking for that first win of the year. Oh, four and one. Thanks, Detroit. Thanks, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Let's get right to it. Game one, I hinted at this in the conversation I just had with Robbie in Connecticut, and he's not going to like what I have to say. I like the Philadelphia Eagles to bounce back against the LA Rams. I think the Rams are coming off an emotional win. I think the Rams now flying cross-country. Anytime I get a team off a primetime win, and then they're on the road against a team that needs the game a lot more, that is alarming. Philadelphia going to get Miles Sanders back. I think that's a big addition for that offense. Help to take the pressure off of Carson Wentz. I think you get a big effort out of the Eagles. The fact that the public is pounding the Rams... And yet this line has moved in the direction of the Eagles. I think it's telling. I'm taking Philadelphia to get their first win of the year. Maybe we'll both have something in common after the games are played on Sunday. One can only help. Eagles, pick them in game number one. Game number two, I like this game a ton. I'm rolling with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Laying seven against the Denver Broncos. To me, even though Pittsburgh's dealing with the short week, So, too, are the Broncos. Pittsburgh is a terrific home team. I get a top-flight defense. I get a beat-up Denver team. Don't know about Cortland Sutton. We know Von Miller's not going to be there. A.J. is not going to be there. And you saw those Steel wide receivers start to go to work. Juju Smith-Schuster is probably the happiest guy on the planet that Ben Roethlisberger is back playing quarterback. Look at his production in week one. Deontay Johnson got going. So, I'm rolling with the Steelers. I think they win this comfortably. Rough day for Drew Locke. You hear the music. So, I'm giving you this game in game number three. Not the Oakland Raiders. But the Las Vegas Raiders are a home dog. The home dog is going to be barking on Monday Night Football. And, look, I think the injury to Michael Thomas is problematic for the Saints. They are not the same team without him. And after what I saw with the Raiders in week one, I think they're going to be able to move the football. New Orleans is coming off an emotional win against Tampa Bay. Now it's a Monday night game. Silver and black juju. And I'm getting five and a half points. I mean, I'm going to take those five and a half and run. I don't think Drew Brees is going to look the same without Michael Thomas. Give me the Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. Plus the five and a half in game number three. Game number four. I can't believe I'm going to do it. I'm going back to the well. I'm taking the Detroit Lions plus the six and a half against the Green Bay Packers. And I know a week ago, I basically swore off taking the Lions for at least a couple of weeks. But this is a revenge spot for Detroit. They got screwed in that Monday night game last year. I think everybody in that locker room knows it. I think the quarterback, Matthew Stafford, knows it. And I think he's going to be able to make plays against that Packer defense, even without Kenny Galladay. Do I have the utmost confidence the Lions are going to win this game? No. But am I going to take six and a half, grab it, and expect this to be you know a three or a four-point game? Absolutely, and the Lions have been quite good covering the number against the Packers. 
last couple of times they've played at Lambeau. That's kind of been a sudden shift. I'm taking the Lions plus six and a half. Pray for me in game number four. And in game five, last but not least, I am going against the team that I picked a week ago. I am taking the Indianapolis Colts lane three against the Minnesota Vikings. I did not like what I saw out of that Minnesota defense. And I think with Jonathan Taylor now is the number one running back, he can get going. I think Rivers can make some plays against that Viking defense. And the Colts have been a really good team at home. I think they bounce back after their loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They get their first win of the year. Only got to lay a field goal. So I'm taking Indy in game five. So it's the Eagles that have pick them. It's Pittsburgh laying seven. It's the Raiders plus five and a half. It is the Lions plus six and a half. And then last but not least, Indianapolis laying the three. Now, before we get to Mike Fliegelman, I have the Maestro's picks here. And listen, the Maestro last year, Harris Allen, was as good as it gets. Week one was not a good showing for any of us. And Harris, not used to going one and four. His picks. He's got the Cowboys laying the four points against the Atlanta Falcons. He's going heads up with yours truly. He's got Green Bay laying six and a half against the Lions. He is going against my beloved Miami Dolphins and is rolling with the Buffalo Bills laying six. He's taking Arizona laying six and a half against Washington. And he has a game that I like here. He's got Seattle laying three and a half against the New England Patriots. So Fleegs right now, one, three, and one. You're in first place. It's amazing. You're first place, one, three, and one team. So let's see what week two takes you. Listen, you win however you can get it. Uh, I have a couple games with you. Game number one, I'm also on the Steelers. I think it's a really tough spot for Drew Locke and just that Denver team. They're banged up. I liked what I saw from the Steelers after they shook off some rust against the Giants on Monday night. Both teams were on the short week, so that's not a disadvantage to the Steelers. Denver does have to fly east and play in Pittsburgh. I'm hoping this is not the annual let's lay an egg at home against an inferior team uh, performance by the Steelers, but I'm going to roll with them my, uh, laying the touchdown. Game number two, I'm also with you on the Eagles. Not only are they getting Miles Sanders back, they're probably getting Lane Johnson back. I think they're a little embarrassed probably by that performance against Washington, the way they fell apart after the early lead. I like them to bounce back. The Rams are a good team. It's a tough spot. Again, West Coast team flying east. And again, I think the Eagles give you a nice bounce back effort in week two to get to one and one. It's only a pick them, so I'll take them. Game number three. I'm taking the Niners. I would lay even more points if I had to. I know they didn't look great against the Cardinals. I'm so disillusioned and disgusted with what I saw from the Jets and with now the Crowder injury with everything else going on, plus the fact that, yeah, patience, we can preach patience, maybe with Joe Douglas, with everything fine. Adam Gase is not a good head coach. I think the Jets are going to look bad on Sunday. They're going to be lucky and thrilled that there are no fans allowed because if the Jet fans were there on Sunday, I mean, this is going to be one of those games where they'd be getting booed out of MetLife Stadium in the first quarter. So I'm going to take the Niners. Doesn't matter if uh, no Kittle, no Debo Samuel. They're going to have enough to beat the Jets. Game number four, a lot of games I'm undecided on here. So I'm going to roll with a team that I didn't take advantage enough of last year. You didn't. Harris did. I'm going to lay the touchdown with the Ravens. I know the game is in Houston. I don't really care. I haven't seen anything from Houston one last year against the Ravens or two against anybody else to make me think that they can slow down Lamar Jackson. 
I don't think the Ravens are the kind of team. They're so good. I don't think they care where they play. It's on the road, when it is, any of that stuff. I think they're just a team that is clicking right now, and they're going to try to roll that through the entire season. I love what I saw out of them last week against Cleveland. So I'm going to take a chance with the Ravens laying the touchdown. I saw it at 7 and 7.5. And I don't know which site you're picking I'm off I'm giving of you 7 way. right now, Fleeg. So I'm looking at DraftKings right now. I'm giving you the 7, so you're good. Yeah, I'm good either way there. And then the last game, I am with Harris. I'm on the Seahawks minus the 4. There's a good chance Monday morning I'm kicking myself for picking against Bill Belichick, which I never do. I don't even know the last time I did it. But this is a different era. No Tom Brady, as good as Cam looked. The Seahawks are a lot different from the Dolphins. It's in Seattle, and you had to love what you saw from the Seahawks, especially with the offense. If they let the offense run through Russell Wilson, that's a transformative kind of offense this team can have a kind of year for them where they can be everything you always thought they could be if they put the ball in the hands of their best player. What a concept. Letting the offense run through Wilson made Chris Carson look better. The receivers looked good. He has weapons out there. I think the Seahawks are, you know, I had them in the season totals. I took their over to win the division. I'm going to roll with them here. I like them only laying four against the Patriots. Yeah, I would roll with that pick too, but I gave my five, so maybe that will be a bonus play for me. And, and Fleeks, I feel like we should make a family play on the Chiefs and the Ravens on a two-team teaser. Tell me how in the world that's going down. I mean, explain that one to me. Is that going to happen? I'm not buying it. Listen, I, I can't imagine how that doesn't hit, and I might even get a little greedy and throw the Niners in there. If that hits at one, then you have the two to look forward to at four o'clock. Ah, uh, that's the triple threat right there. So for Fleegs, who is our leader at one, three, and one, I ain't saying much. He's got the Steelers laying seven. He's got the Eagles at a pick'em. Niners laying the seven, Ravens laying the seven, Seahawks laying four. For Mr. Maestro, one and four. He's got Dallas laying four. Green Bay. Lane six and a half. Buffalo laying six. Arizona laying six and a half. And Seattle laying a four. And for yours truly, who needs to desperately get off the schneid. Steelers laying a seven. Colts laying a three. Philly pick them. Lions plus the six and a half. And those Vegas Raiders, my home away from home, plus the five and a half. That's the week two unlocks of the week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 